folk to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Where this underground museum has gone a little haunted. <laughs> True. Just a bit. It's also a little broken and there's some weird circle drawn freak down here. So It's like a Chuck E. Cheese except for the mouse tries to kill you. It is fr- it's Five Nights <laughs> at Freddy's. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, that's basically that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, friend. Animatronics are always a little creepy. A little oh, bit. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Generally speaking, uh, anthropomorphic uh, animal people that then are also <laughs> machines, cyborgs, all of it kind of adds up into some sort of horrifying amalgamation. It's kind of like at, at Disneyland, they used to have that like, uh, it was like this thing you went in and they showed you what the world of tomorrow would look like as if the 50s oh, yeah. thought what it was. And it mm-hmm. has animatronic people talking to you and their motions are just creepy enough to be like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like uh, that. The Uncanny Valley. Yep. Anyway, speaking of Uncanny Valleys, you found yourself in a uh, a deep, dark uh, underground area that was rather creepy. Unfortunately, we can't see the sun, so it's not really a valley. <laughs> it's more sure. of a cave. More of a ruin. A it's a uh, man-made so yeah, cave. Suppose when, uh, when last we left, our heroes, our noble scions, lost deep beneath the, the Senate of Taldor in the capital of Opara. After being teleported here when the Exaltation Gala turned into a massacre, following the Grand Prince's uh, decision order to execute everyone in the building. Uh, yeah. You had been quickly spirited away to uh, safety. I mean, you have things have tried to murder you, I think, three Relative times down here. safety. Well, to be fair, it's the original incarnation of this made total sense, but it's yeah. been 500,000, who knows how many years, and uh, things have just not been well maintained, mainly because they buried people in the walls. That's, yeah, well, it's that's real also creepy. True. Not related to burying people in the walls, but it's very much like a fallout vault. The original intent <laughs> yeah, exactly. may have been to keep you safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but things have gone awry. We no. weren't assigned blue jumpsuits when we got here, though. It's so. true. <laughs> to be fair, we, yeah, we also don't know what the experiment was. <laughs> you open the door in the next room, it's five giant cockroaches. No! <laughs> oh, man. And me with my, Sadly, pipe, with my pipe wrench. <laughs> I only have a BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly effective. Against, against rad roaches, yes. Against yes. rad roaches, yes. <laughs> But all of you had uh, managed to escape the initial uh, panic room that you had been delivered into before making your way out into the uh, the lower level down here. You think you're somewhere in the Senate archives, so vast of a network of almost uh, anthill proportions of tunnels beneath the Senate building that no one actually knows any longer where uh, all the various alcoves and archives and all the rest of that are. Yeah, that stuff needs to be fixed. <laughs> Infrastructure. 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 Yeah, because if this place had been maintained, it'd be a really cool museum. That's how we know this is an adult adventure path and adventuring group because we all just care about infrastructure. (laughs) Okay, to be fair, we have played adults, but we have played young adults. Now we're like, you know, seasoned people. Real adulty adults. (laughs) Yeah, we're like full full grown adults, not young adults, just adults. Now we're playing close to our age. (laughs) Oh. Oh, I don't like being an adulty (laughs) adult. But you had, again, escaped. You had met up with a, a group of other individuals, uh, Lord Wilfin, um, Sir Guy, Lady Gell, Dame Malfane Trant, who you had met previously, as well as a guest of her father's, Juan uh, Zubari, the uh, Archbanker of Abadar from Vidran. And, of a uh, Church of One. 
as well as uh, Amistos, a uh, Senate aide. The only person who actually had the badge, like, for its intended purpose, which is to mark you as an aide. <laughs> the rest of us are all guests. <laughs> Basically, people that have been kind of following you along since you've gotten down here. You'd explored through the, I'll use the, I'll use the names that they have on here, the Museum of Conquests, where you're able to go through and uh, retrieve a variety of different weapons and such, uh, as well as fight a pair of uh, animated uh, suits of armor. Yep. The wax storage, uh, wax figure storage room, uh, mm -hmm. which did involve finding a, uh, a couple cool wig. hats. And one of the hats hat was possessed. It was a wig. One of the hats was technically a wig, and then the wig tried to kill you. It yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> well, the wig, the wig was alive. To take you over first, it's I true. guess. Jordan's yes. not allowed to touch wigs. Yeah, it's always Jordan. I am two for two on finding these in two different adventure paths ah, because wigs. I'm blessed. <laughs> uh, you then entered into the artifact storage room where you had... Uh, Shattered, uh, priceless old relics uh, activated a trap to Only avoid... Only uh... two on accident, okay? We need the <laughs> magic. Accidentally on purpose. <laughs> before retrieving a couple uh, more, few more items there that can continue to aid you before entering into the taxidermy storage room. Mm -hmm. Where there was a really mad griffin. Where there was a really mad griffin that had been stuffed for years and years. Um, that it decided was the to presence of a Dara hand that awoke him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, that spontaneously decided to murder. Yep. It'd be really funny if nobody played a Dara hand and then the thing actually just stays there and it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, I'm good. That would actually be kind of funny. <laughs> if the party has a blank. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You walked in there and the, the statue off to the side was in there is like, I sense a presence. A presence <laughs> I have not felt since. And then woke up and tried to murder all of you. <laughs> Had a deep resp respirator sound yes. the entire time I fought you. <laughs> you had finished that fight and made your way out into a uh, another hallway, a long hallway, about 10 feet wide, uh, stretching far away off towards your right-hand side um, to a corner that you could see down on your right, and then stretching away off towards your left where you'd found that the doors exiting opposite of where you'd come in all seem to have exited out to here. And we had left off with our heroes uh, making their way down this hallway where they had seen up ahead a fourth door exiting into this hallway that you believe is possibly off of an additional room on the same side as where you'd initially come from. Mm -hmm. And on the opposite side, a larger iron door covered in, in circles. circles after circles mm -hmm. after circles, which has become a reoccurring theme since you've been down here, as you determine that someone or something down here are going around drawing perfect circles on every available surface. They just really like the band. I was just thinking a perfect circle. That was a pretty good band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's did a great really band. good rendition of Imagine. Although, of course, not on every actual available surface, seemingly on random surfaces. There's probably a method True. to the madness. We're just not. Yeah, you there know. is a pattern. We just haven't figured it yeah, out. Yeah, we yet. haven't figured that out. More since motive checks. <laughs> yes. I suppose as we begin again, Oliver Verity, you stand up at point. Gwen, Felix following along behind the two of them. Cornelius pulling up the rear. Your half dozen companions about 40 feet back or so around the door that you'd initially exited into this hallway from, eyeing ahead and behind. As you stand in the flickering light, again, the uh, ceiling here arches up into a high point and the walls here are lined up mostly with mortared walls, although at some point, in some places, the mortar has fallen free to expose the brick beneath. Mm -hmm. Well, I say we finish our circuit before we deal with those strange circle doors. Right. Let's not leave anything behind. Further down the hall and to the left, then. You proceed, making your way forward. 
before eventually reaching the doors. Again, the two doors stand opposite one another. The plain, simple uh, door off towards your left-hand side. Old wood held in place by iron bars. Further down past where you are now, you can see that the hallway turns, making its way to the left, seemingly in the same direction. Again, when you look down the hallway to your right, you, could, you saw that there was a turn to the right. And now that you've gone down the hallway to the left, you see there's a turn to the left, both of them making their way in the direction that you initially came from. Although from what you understand, other than the door immediately in front of you now, you saw no other passages back there. All right, I'm opening the door. Fanning out, opening the door. Yes, put me away from the door, please. <laughs> you reach forward, turn the handle, push the door with a little bit more effort than you've had to with the other doors. Hmm. As you don't know whether or not the foundation of this building has shifted and the door frame has moved or whether or not the door has simply swollen over time. Hmm. The door opens to reveal a chamber almost the same size as the previous chambers, although it does look smaller, as there's a large central pillar in the center of the room. Intricate banners hang motionless against a wooden pillar there in the center of this room. Wooden racks line the south and west walls, basically opposite of where you are and then off towards your right-hand side, each bearing up a unique banner of its own. Two additional banner racks lie on the floor in the corner of this room off towards your right-hand side. Their flags pulled away and inked with dozens mm. of circles. Mm. You see another door ahead and off towards your left that you believe should lead you back to the wax storage room. Where is this person getting all of this ink? That is a good question, never-ending hmm. inkpot. Mm. Very practical magic item. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows uh, Rachel loves practical magic. I do mm. love <laughs> practical magic. It is the best. We are up on one. the references this uh, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Verity, I guess, is going to step into this room. Look around. Uh, specifically where? Uh, I guess I'm going to circle around the pillar to the back. Circling around back to the back wall. Okay. Uh, Cornelius is going to, I suppose I'll uh, go where the banners have kind of fallen and start detect magic and just see... If there's anything, I don't know how thick these banners are, but I might be able to see behind them. Okay. Gwen? Can I figure out what these banners are? Uh, yeah, you're looking at the banners on the um, wall opposite, the wall off towards the right, or the pillar. I guess the, just the ones on the pillar. All right, Oliver? Well, so the, the banners on the, I guess, western wall, for lack of a better definition, um, haven't been looked at yet, have they? Mm -mm. Uh, no. All right, I guess I'll, I'll look over there then and also see if I can figure out anything about them. Uh, so Verity, Oliver, Gwen, any of those of you wish may make me a knowledge history, knowledge nobility. I would also allow a profession soldier. Hmm. Oh, interesting. It is interesting, but my knowledge nobility is much better, so. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a big five for a 12 on that. Gwen rolls a 16 for a 26. And Oliver rolls a 15 for a 25. And uh, I will also allow Gwen to make me a knowledge geography. Um, I roll 12 for a 15. And Cornelius, uh, if you wish, you may make me an intelligence roll. Okay. Hmm. That's... We sent the right person. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, you did send the right person. That's just strange. All right, let's roll that. Rolled a two for a six. <laughs> no. Oh, no. We're in trouble. Verity, you make your way over. You look over these banners. Hmm. They're a bunch of banners. Yeah, they're actually, sure. they're all very nice. Hmm. This quality material, it's held up well. Oliver, looking over the 
banners on the outside of the room. You can tell that almost every one of these banners are regiment banners mm. for the Taldane Phalanx. Yeah. Huh. And seem to come from uh, varying times, basically in the history of uh, Taldor. The one thing that you do note is these are not campaign banners. As in, these are too pristine to be mm. campaign banners. Meaning that either they're replicas or they were used only for ceremonial purposes. Mm. Gwen, looking over the banners in the center, the smaller number of banners in the center represent the smaller divisions of Taldor's army. In particular, the Taldane horse uh, seems to be represented fairly well here, which is the Taldane cavalry. Although technically they refer to it as the Taldane horse, uh, even though one of these banners depicts an elephant because the elephants are also part of the Taldane horse. <laughs> That's just confusing. The Taldane horse elephants. You do recognize that there are also foreign banners, as in there are a number of banners here that are not Taldane. From your understanding, of course, of uh, the goings-on of the Taldane nobility as well as its government is concerned, it is not uncommon, especially to hang two large banners flanking either side of the entryway to the Senate building when you're entertaining a prestigious guest, especially mm. prestigious guests from another country. Ah, okay, mm. so there's like Galton, Chalaxian... Uh, well, they wouldn't have Galton or Chalaxian not because they wouldn't reckon, or, or Kadirin for that matter. Oh, oh you're not talking. Okay, you're talking like uh, like other banners of like, like not yeah, not of various provinces. Okay, it so would not be, in the provinces that they yeah, had. It would be okay. like if the dwarves of the Five Kings Mountains came, they would hang banners of the dwarven mm. kings so that they felt welcome when they entered the Senate building. Things okay, along those okay. lines. Uh, unfortunately, Gwen, you cannot recognize where any of these come from because these are not national banners. Uh, these are banners specifically of houses. And unfortunately, you're like, that looks vaguely dwarvish, but, but I don't I know don't dwarven know. houses. Yeah. Mm. Seem to be old campaign banners. Well, except they've never actually been taken out on campaign. Perhaps the replicas? Ah. I'm not certain. Well, they are nice. Mm. Parade banners, perhaps. This one might be my old form of division, though a much older version of it. Hmm. Same with the ones on the pillar, though. There are some foreign banners, but most likely used when they were visiting the Senate. Hmm. That's all very interesting, but I imagine that um, not useful in this current moment. Probably not, though Curator Val might want to know about it. Hmm. Oh, what? Well, I've found circles here again on these banners, um, but they appear to be the same meaningless ones we've seen before, but... They're only meaningless because we don't know what they mean. Well, here's, here's where it gets <laughs> that interesting. Is the what I'm saying is they have a meaning. We just don't know it yet. Well, this may help uh, discover the meaning as there seems to be some geometric notation. X squared hmm. plus Y squared plus 2GX plus 2FY plus C equals zero. Oh my oh, God, no. it's math. I, I, I literally <laughs> failed that class. A lot of variables. Anyone in the party may make an intelligence roll if they so wish. Uh, with the exception of Cornelius, who didn't figure it out the first time. Yeah, for those who are curious, that's mm. linear algebra. Yes, it is. But why? And <laughs> F and G. No. <laughs> I used to know how to actually do linear algebra, nope. and I could have solved that. Gwen rolls an eight for a six. She got no or an, a six for an eight. She got nothing. I rolled twelve for a thirteen. Oliver rolled a sixteen for a nineteen. Uh. Felix failed math and got a one for a two. <laughs> to be fair, math, you, you know basic math, accounting of money. You don't yeah. know. <laughs> I know bookkeeping. 
We don't even yeah, have enough information to be able to solve this equation, you know? Uh, so, this equation is used to find the coordinates at the center of the circle and the radius. Uh, it appears the circles were drawn first, and then the dimensions were determined afterwards. Whoever wrote this actually has a fairly solid grasp of geometry. So our circle drawer may be um, quite the mathematician. Maybe even an engineer of some form or architect perhaps but why write the formula down helps to not have to keep it focused also why write it the complicated way instead of using the algebraic notation but whatever oh i guess maybe they don't know about pi (laughs) why don't they know about pi maybe not (laughs) reminds me of a no they literally might novel where uh somebody had actually decided that pi was exactly three <laughs> oh no. Oh, and no. was somehow able to make circles with pi being actually three. And it just oh, no. warped reality around it. It was pretty oh, fun. No. <laughs> That's funny. So someone trapped a math professor down here. And he Perhaps. lost his mind and began drawing circles. Yes? Though if it's an actual person, no telling how long they've been down here. Oh, they're probably some sort of horrible ghost at this point. No, probably not a ghost. They're probably actually physical in some form. You know what? I didn't ask you. <laughs> I mean, he has a point. Ghosts can't usually pick up chalk and ink. I was being figurative. <laughs> it could be ghost touch ink. <laughs> Hopefully the door across the hall is our way out. Yes. There's two more ways the hallway wraps around outside, but I don't know if we'd necessarily need to go exploring down that way if we have a way out. Well, I believe we should at least investigate this room, since it seems to be heavily drawn upon. Hmm. Well, let's do it. We can take a closer look. I guess we step back out in the hall. You all turn. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Before you feel a tingling sensation in the base of your skulls. Oh, okay. As a voice comes to you from an impossible distance. Nice. Still not safe yet. Assassins stalking the Senate halls. Wolfen Guard have withdrawn. Senate Guard is outmatched. Lion's Blades reinforcing them. Be careful, my friends. Mm. As Martella's voice updates you from somewhere in the Senate building above. Mm. You have one minute to respond. Um, Trapped in a museum, trying to find our way out. Found located survivors. Other, okay, Found six uh, survivors. Located other survivors trapped in a... Museum. Haunted museum. <laughs> Technically, you know it's an archive if you want to use the proper haunted terminology. Well, we don't know if we're trapped either. We're just we're oh. finding our way out of museum. No way out yet. We're not alone. <laughs> we're not Strange alone. mathematician circle drawer. Well, I'm sure she'd have no context for that. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's like okay. That's but ba- great. Basically, <laughs> if we said we found survivors, we're trapped in some kind of an archive, and we're looking for a way out. We found six survivors. Yeah, still don't oh, have yeah, a way out. Oh, yeah, we got out. the words for six. So, yeah, we can do six yeah. other survivors. Okay. Be be safe yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and perhaps we do have time to actually go down the other hallways if it's not safe to get out yet anyway. Well, for all we know, there may be a secret exit underneath here. Who knows? There's got to be. Yeah. It'd be a stupid failsafe otherwise. And if so, we could guide Martella to it. Perhaps. So, this door... Yes. I guess I'll you reach for the door. Make your way back into the hallway. Uh, again, I believe, I, I'm assuming that one of you opened up the door just to uh, 
ascertain oh, that that in. other door op- led back into the wax figure room. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Before exiting back into the hallway. Your other companions having a, a conversation down towards the end. A couple of them look up as a, as you walk out in that, huh? And then I imagine you just got to give them yes. a shake of the head and that like, no, yeah. no way out there. But they didn't hear the sounds of combat, so it's not a dangerous room, and that's a plus. Sure. Yep. Unless you're allergic to cotton poly blends. <laughs> you step over towards towards the large metal door opposite of the one that you've just gone through. Again, covered with chalk circles and mathematical notes. Hmm. You don't know if it's a change of direction for this individual that a lot of the circles here, as opposed to elsewhere that you've seen them, actually seem to have the mathematical notations. Hmm. Again, in the strange manner that seems to be uh, contrary to the idea of this person being an architect or anything, that they're drawing the circles first and Mm -hmm. then determining their dimensions. There's something to do. Hmm. I was going to say, it might be just, yeah, some kind of way to pass the time. It's hard to know, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out when we find them or find out more about them. Or her or them. Verity, you step over, uh, Oliver alongside of you, Felix and Gwen behind, Cornelius off to the side. Yes, please. (laughs) As you reach out, grab the handle. You go to turn the handle before realizing that it does not turn. Oh. As it appears to be locked. Interesting. Of more immediate note, however. Oh, no. Is as you glance up, as all of you look over the door, the circles on the door seem to shimmer. Oh, no. Uh, And then begin to spin. No, no. Before spiraling out across the surrounding walls, floors, and ceiling. Oh, what? The hull around you seems to shift and then shatter into a kaleidoscope of different infinite halls and doorways stretching off in every direction, but with no sharp edges, only odd curves stretching away into eternity. Oh, We're all seeing this, right? Uh, Cornelius, you see these spin. The rest of you, I will need a will save from. (laughs) Oh, Oh, good, I'm not in the the effect. Oh, crud. Come on, friend. Ah, that's unfortunate. (laughs) I roll a nat one for a three. Uh, Gwen rolls a 17 for a 20. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Felix got a 14 for a 21. Good. And Oliver rolls a six for a nine. Not so good. We fist That's bump not again. as good. No. <laughs> oh, oh no. So I was rolling fairly well this episode too. <laughs> All of you see the spiraling. All of you see the the weird shift of this. Cornelius, you don't see the room shatter. You simply see the circles begin spinning in every direction across the surrounding walls. Mm. Uh, can I make a spellcraft or well, anything to identify? It's a lot worse than that, so let's get to this first. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to be lost forever. Oh, no. Are we getting maze spelled right now? Gwen, Felix, the two of you, Gwen, again, you've had years of training experience. You have, uh, you know, a family that are dedicated priests and paladins and such. You know, Felix, you fall back on, again, even during your time in the Church of Abadar, uh, you trained and had experience with outsiders and other beings capable of, uh, you know, mental manipulation. And therefore, both of you had these iron wills that you fall back on. <laughs> I imagine Verity's will save is not necessarily that great to begin with. Mm. Eh, not terrible. It's a big two. She, she holds up a two. <laughs> I took a feat that let me use my charisma instead of my wisdom for it. Oh, there you go. Oh, ah, yeah. okay. Steadfast personality, y'all. And in Oliver's case, to be perfectly honest, this has just caught you off guard. And it might be pertinent that the two of you are point blank right in front of this thing as it starts. (laughs) 
Gwen, Felix, you're able to focus yourselves in as it's almost like a magic eye puzzle. No. Where you're able to untrain your eyes and then focus your eyes back in to make the image solidify as you've almost by sheer force of will and optics force the rings to go back in to the point where they're on the walls and not spinning out forever. Unfortunately, Oliver, Verity, to both of you, the perception you have is that your companions seem to fall away into infinite distance as you oh find yourself floating <laughs> no. in a oh, spinning no. wow. kaleidoscopic void Uh-oh. that stretches Ooh. away Ooh. everywhere <laughs> and fill this nauseating vertigo as your head begins to spin with the images and all sense of direction disappears. Oh, no. And uh, let me go ahead and get initiative <laughs> from the party. Jeez. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Time it feels to fight like a heck circles, of an opening y'all. volley. We thought somebody was drawing the circles. The circles were drawing themselves. <laughs> the circles were alive. <laughs> circles are something. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're something. <laughs> we're just not ready. <laughs> to be All fair, right. never seen anything like this. Would never have thought this could have happened. So it is a bit strange. Very you know? surprising for player and PC both. Jessica, what do we get for Verity? Verity rolls an eight for an 11. All right. Jordan, what about Cornelius? Cornelius rolls a 10 for a 12. Heather, what about Gwen? Gwen rolls a 13 for a 14. And Rachel, what about Felix? Felix got an 8 for a 10. Ross, what do we get for Oliver? Oliver rolled a 16 for an 18. There's okay. that roll. <laughs> Oliver, go ahead and uh, bounce me a d4. Oh, geez. All right. D4. It's fun. We're rolling with it. Two. That could be really bad or really not bad. I don't know. It's in the very middle. average. Yes. <laughs> so Oliver stumbles to all the rest of you. He almost begins to slowly turn in place as his eyes seem to haze over and unfocus, Verity doing much the same. Oliver, to you, you find yourself suddenly plummeting through an endless vast void as you spin head over heels repeatedly into the darkness. Oh, jeez. Trying to grab onto the wall, trying to flail around for something to grab, uh, nearly grabbing like Gwen by the hair as he just stretches an arm out to try to find something. (laughs) This is feeling very Doctor Strange. Oliver turns three times before just retching over the floor as he vomits uh, and will do so for the remainder of his turn. Taking us from Oliver to Gwen. I mean, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. I guess there doesn't seem to be any threat right now, so I guess I'll cast Detect Magic and start doing that until something, unless something, you know, pops out and tries to kill us all. Okay. Uh, Gwen begins to focus, uh, spellcast concentrates on the door. Cornelius. Um... Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> this, is a, this is a really weird spell. Yeah, well, because, yeah... <laughs> Woo! Uh, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to um, disrupt this in some way. Um, uh, can I use a move action to maybe reposition Verity away from the door? It would be a standard action to grapple her. She is no longer considered an ally. Good luck with mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I got nothing else. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Yeah. We're at a level where it's not impossible. <laughs> Just Verity, difficult. go ahead and bounce me D4. I will. Also a two. Unbeknownst to you, much like Oliver, again, you are falling away into this infinite void as you spin around in circles. Oh, God. Unfortunately, all those uh, delicious hors d'oeuvres that you ate during the oh, gala no. just immediately come oh, back no. up as you just throw oh, no. them all over the floor. Fish eggs and coffee everywhere. From Verity, who still has the presence of mind to hold her hair back, uh, we go to Felix. Yeah, her hair is enough, too. Uh, yeah, what? I don't 
no. What? What's my sheet got? What yeah, it's a, it's a problem because our uh, our two frontline damage dealers are the ones that are maybe we could there's cut the door down attack. or something. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, nothing to attack. Yeah, there's nothing to attack. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is, I'm like, I've never, I've nothing to base this on what it could be. I don't like that Rick described all the hallways and stuff as having no corners. No. Mm. Well, I yeah. think we're the only. It's like a strange, angleless time. Yeah, which Yikes. means there's gonna be some freaking hounds coming after us, and I'm. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> well, the hounds only come no. from corners, so technically yeah, we'd be the safest hounds like here. Corners, so. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but this guy circles. Yeah, circles it could be here. It could be the opposite of the hounds of Tindalos, the cats of Lang or something. I don't know. <laughs> the hounds of Selendalos. <laughs> <laughs> that was very close to Celepheus, which would actually be a thing from uh, Lovecrafty mm. Mythos as well. Oh, nice. <gasps> All right, so I'm going to grab uh, Verity by the shoulders and pull her back. Oh. Uh, so you may go ahead and make me a combat maneuver roll. All right. This is against Verity's CMD. You're looking for a 15. This probably is not going to succeed, but we'll see. There's a 20 on every die. Nope. Roll to five for a six. <laughs> you um, didn't shake me you a little. Yeah, you just go to try to grab her and, you know, pull her away or whatever it is, and then she just retches all over the place and just kind of immediately hop back on reflex yeah. as vomit goes nope. splattering across your shoes. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Oliver, bounce me a D4 again. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, it's a random table. I love it, a random yeah, table. Yeah, it's random. Apparently, I'm just going to roll twos on these. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oliver just doubles over just everything <laughs> coming up. <laughs> All oh the hors d'oeuvres, all the way back to the tea house and those delicious oh, crumpets oh, and all everything. The we had. <laughs> oh my it's, god! Uh, it's not very pleasant. No. Somebody press to digitize this now area. Now you're gonna be tired done. and hungry. So far, the only thing I've lost is my dignity. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> Again, for for Oliver, it's just like I don't know if they if they had these, they might feasibly. Actually, they probably have maypoles more than that. But uh, again, it's just like your brain goes back to being a child and. It's like, I bet you can't stay on the merry-go-round for 10 minutes straight. It's like, I'll show you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stupid centrifugal force. Maybe there's some sort of uh, traveling parade or, or uh, circus or something that has uh, literal magical teacups that you can ride around in. Ah, nice. Yeah. Oh, my. From Oliver, we go to Gwen. Continue uh, focusing. Yep. The door is magical. Also, maybe take a side shuffle from the puke. <laughs> they just walk off a little bit. Daintily five you foot step over. You can side shuffle away a little bit, but again, if you move out of that square, you have to start your concentration Yeah, I know. Again. I'm just saying that's more one of those. She just, you know, she has a five foot square to maneuver in. Yeah, it's one of those. You just she put yourself just against that wall and just yeah, I doubt it. I puked enough to fill a five foot square. I yeah, mean, but come it's on. still one of those where she's like, Oliver, I like you, but I'm going to yeah, take this a is not, take This a is not my back. finest moment. I'm going to take a pass while you're reenacting the exorcist here. We'll get real worried if his head spins in a circle. <laughs> That's if you roll a four. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to grab uh, Verity again. Here. You know, Looking another combat maneuver check. Yeah, probably not going to make this. I uh, roll an no. 11 for a 12. Closer. Yeah. That's you, closer, You kind of yeah. flail out at her, but again. Yeah, and Unfortunately, I mean, again, she's... In both Oliver and Verity's case, I imagine, as far as Felix and Cornelius are concerned, reaching for Verity. Again, she is spinning blindly, tightly <laughs> gripping her blade as she's turning and stumbling in circles. Yeah, so we're trying not to get shanked. So it's like, yeah, okay. Pretty much, yeah. 
It's basically if you gave a katana to a drunk and then spun them around a few times. It's like, I really don't want to get next to this person. Oh, that <laughs> oh, sounds no. really scary. Uh, Verity, go ahead and bounce me D4. It's like right, that game where you spin somebody around and then you like point them off in a direction with the pinata and they have yes. the, the bat in their hand. All right, big four. Oh, no. It's something different. My head does spin around. Uh, roll me another D4, if you will. Oh, oh no. Uh-oh, two effects at once. One. Oh, no. Very well. Cornelius, you reach out towards her. Oh, no. uh, Verity, the hall suddenly turns sideways. Oh, no. As it does so, the circles spin free from the walls and fly at you violently. Uh, oh, you no. then whip your blade out towards the closest flying circle, which happens to be Cornelius's outstretched arm. No! As I will need you to make an attack roll against Cornelius. No, I'm All so right. squishy. Uh, I roll a six, four, and 11. That doesn't hit me! Wow. No TBC! <laughs> wow. Thanks, Dex! So yeah, Cornelius, you reach a hand out as Verity just goes, ah, and then swings her, basically coming within a quarter of an inch of just sure, slicing yeah. through your wrist as oh, you retract geez. your hand back, stumbling away from her. Ooh, close call, close call. Yeah. The circles. From Verity, we go to Felix. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'm gonna try to pull her again. <laughs> I'm literally almost killed Cornelius and you're still grabbing me. Well, I, we need to get huh? you away so you stop spinning around in friggin' circles. You can also grab Oliver. He might be easier. He may not be easier to grab. <laughs> I'm actually, I have a uh, 16 CMD. Oh, he's harder. Yeah. yeah. There's he's a 20 a on every die. Let's see this. All right, your strength is higher than mine. Yeah. No, that is the, that is a six for a seven. <laughs> I am apparently oh, no. scared of your blade. You're, you're kind of gently sense. reaching out like, Verity, come on, come on, Verity. It's like when the cat is hissing and burying its claws and you're still trying to put it in its crate. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Come on. You just can't get around to scruffer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At least I'm not throwing up. That brings us to Oliver. Oh, my God. All right, God. come on, Oliver. Another two. Let's hope so. I'd <laughs> <laughs> Another two. Oh, two. Oh, man. Ross, points for consistency, man. So first off, Ross did roll another two. In Oliver's defense, Ross has also established that Oliver is afraid of heights and is now plummeting through an infinite void. He's so yeah. yeah. terrified of them. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh. He's one of those panic vomiters where it's just like, oh, God. Oh, no. Like, Oliver would not handle plane travel well. He really no. wouldn't. He, no. he does fine with bloodshed, hates heights. Need more it's going to be a while till he learns fly, I think. He may not oh, even probably, know it yes. when he first could. <laughs> But yeah, uh, fortunately, again, Gwen, you're probably kind of focusing a little bit on like you're trying to focus on this this door, watching Verity nearly slice Cornelius's hand off and Felix <laughs> trying to talk her down. In the meantime, you're just like, OK, Oliver just seems to Oliver just seems to need a minute. <laughs> I'm not sure I have anything left to throw up. At just this point. I'm just like it's just dry heaving no, over it's there. Definitely dry yeah. heaving. He has been throwing up for 18 seconds straight as he's just like oh, leaning over. Oh just like, like, like that's really bad. Like, that's very bad. Good. There's nothing left. You know, when you're just like again, you're maintaining eye contact on that wall as you're trying to identify what's going on. But you know, your other hand's just trying to gently reach out and blindly just pat Oliver on the back as he's just like <laughs> hands on knees, just <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> God. I apologize oh to any God. listeners that are eating lunch yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, seriously. I'm sure Gwen's like, God, lunch. this is worse than that time Cinefrith had the flu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep uh, focusing. You may make me a spellcraft. Oh, God. Mother. <laughs> Roll a one for an eight. I got nothing. 
Uh-oh. No, this isn't anything that you're used to, that you're accustomed to. You may make an Eldritch Arcana if you so wish. I mean, what's, yeah, what school of magic is this? I'm guessing illusion. I would guess, but maybe enchantment? I'm not sure. Hmm. It's a 17 for a 20. Hmm. Oh. It's some sort of enchantment. I can't... The circles. She blinks a few times, like... <laughs> Your vision's swirling yeah. a little bit. That's why she can't... Yeah, it's just one of those, I can't focus with the swirls. <laughs> Gwen might also be slightly like a sympathetic vomiter, so she's just really trying to hold Ooh. it in the whole time. Yes. <laughs> well... That, as, as a healthcare worker, that's still sometimes one of the things. If people start to vomit, I'm just like, hold it, Heather. Just hold mm. it. You'll only make it worse if you too vomit. <laughs> uh, that brings us to Cornelius. Well, crud. Um, I guess I'm going to start detect magic and maybe I'll have better luck. <laughs> you want to take yeah. a five foot step away from Verity first or do you want to do that? <laughs> gonna, yeah, five foot step away from Verity, start to detect magic. Uh, just just because apparently Verity can get a little uh, a little violent. I like <laughs> these six people just in the hallway just watching this shenanigan. I mean, yeah. the, I don't know. I don't want them to get involved in this one. Oh, yeah. they they I'm sure they're probably, you know, like, you guys okay? Yeah, we have like an audience. No. I mean, they can see the same thing going on around them as well because it's the the rings have stretched across the entirety of this oh. whole way. Yeah. Mm. As far as you it can just... see the little ring circles going, that's where it's affecting. Wild. God. I never want to see another circle. <laughs> From Cornelius, we go to Verity. Go ahead and bounce me a D4. Three. Now I've hit all the numbers. No one's hit one. Oh, right. I yeah. Shockingly, we have not hit a one for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will need you to go ahead and uh, bounce me a D8. Oh, God. The entirety of this hole suddenly turns, shifts again, and you fall. Oh, no. Plunging for what seems to be, what you can only assume is only seconds, but feels like hours as oh. you fall into the void. For Felix, Verity charges at you head first. Oh, great. Oh, no. You have two choices here. You may attempt to stop her, or you may get out of the way. Okay. I get out of the way. I mean, that would just send her barreling into the other room. I think that's fine. Really? Yeah. Plus, it gets her away from the door. You spring yeah. out of there. Uh, Verity goes plunging straight past you, running head first into the <laughs> no, column in the center of the next room. I will need oh, you no. to roll a D8 of damage for yourself oh, no. oh, as you no. slam into the wall. I, I My noodle. So hey, sorry. I rolled a one. <laughs> Fortunately, you run into a uh, an exceptionally thick banner that hangs covering this uh, as you slam banner. into it. Again, with you basically just tilt your head down and run 20 feet forward before slamming full on into a brick Ow. wall. Oh, as you stumble away from this, uh, as far as Verity herself is concerned, you just slam into a massive circle before rebounding off into space again as you go flying away. Oh no, trampoline of death. Felix. Okay, so Cornelius I'm really is I'm fine. starting to concentrate on this. Verity is yep. not unconscious, so I think we're okay. Uh, I'm barely injured. Yeah. I guess I'll go try to grab Oliver. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you step up. I uh, can try to reach out to grab Oliver. I mean, there there is a you know a twenty on every die, so maybe I'll get lucky on one of these rolls. We'll see. Yeah. It's not going to be that one because because uh, I only rolled uh, nine for ten. 
Mm. Yeah, you, it's a real problem. This yeah. uh, this magical effect does nothing to their CMT to drop it. You kind of yeah. reach out. You sort of like try to to grab a hold of him. He's still like stumbling back and forth. All you, all you can really manage, you can't get a hold of him. All you can manage to do is keep him from just stumbling into his his own pool of sick as you kind of lead mm. him a little bit away from that. All right, Oliver. Mm. Another two. As this spins back around, the rings swirl before collapsing back in on themselves. Oh, thank God. <laughs> as they re-solidify, seeming to vibrate softly on the door. But otherwise, all of the rings return to the door and the hallway stops spinning. For Oliver Verity, it's almost like you're looking, again, it's that magic eye puzzle thing mm. where you're looking at an image, all you can see is swirling things, and then suddenly it hits you where you oh. find a single point that you can focus and everything just collapses back in on itself. Verity puts a hand on this wall to, like, steady Ugh. herself. I feel terrible. Uh, is the door Jeez. still magical? The door's still magical. Uh, so I'm going to finish my detect magic uh, rounds on it and okay. try to identify it. What the hell's happened? Where did we go? There's some sort of enchantment effect on the door. Ugh. You didn't actually go anywhere. I went somewhere. Well, you went into a wall because you tried to charge me. Oh. It was some sort of trip like... at the very least. <laughs> Felt like I was falling forever. Mm. Oh my God, I hated that feeling. Yeah, that was certainly unpleasant. Uh, also, technically only 18 seconds passed for Oliver Verity. It felt like hours. Yeah. Like your perception I'm shifted. I'm just imagining uh, Loki. I've been falling for 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was good. Uh, Cornelius, you may make a spellcraft if you so wish. Alrighty. <laughs> I rolled a four for a 13. <laughs> I've never seen anything quite like this. I have no idea. Well, the door was locked before it started whatever it is that it did. So we can't get through anyway. Mm. Well, not without uh, considerable physical effort. I just shoot you the dirtiest look. Mm, which will most likely trigger the effect again. It's a metal door. Oh, gods. Well, I believe we should go somewhere else. Maybe rest for a second, let everyone's uh, stomach settle. Mm. Felix, how'd it go? It didn't. I rolled a six for a 12. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, noble magic! I guess we could ask Zabari if he's ever yeah, seen anything like this. Get over to here and maybe try. Zabari makes his way over. I suppose as you kind of wave them again, you know, Wilfred and Guy are just kind of eyeing up and down the hallway like, okay, well, that was very unpleasant and I'm, I'm very curious what's going to happen next. Amistos has kind of pushed himself into the center of the group. <laughs> yeah. Tran has stepped back and is keeping an eye down the, uh, the opposite end of the hallway. As again, Lady Gale, uh, again, she's carrying like a small journal and... Hmm. As everything Please seems to have calmed down, down, she's just kind of opened her journal and begins jotting down some notes again. Oh, okay, she's taking notes on our embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> we reserve the right to redact. <laughs> Zubari makes his way forward, uh, takes out a uh, a small flask that he has, not a, a liquor flask or anything like that, but does a quick create water in that and just hands it off to Verity and Oliver for them to wash their mouths out oh, um, before turning and focusing on the door. Someone should clean this hall as well. It's disgusting. I mean, I can start passing prestigitation and 
<laughs> I would appreciate that. This is what Verity thinks about. Probably when clean she's y'all off a little side. too, you know. I, I would really appreciate that. No, I've never seen magic like this before. Hmm. And the priest glances this over, but I do uh, believe that it is still active. If not now, then perhaps soon. I'm not an expert in the uh, the ways of traps, as we have already established. All right. Wolfing glances back towards the halfling again, but doesn't say anything. We shoot him a look like, what, the, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, Stop God. that. Stop it. <laughs> Gwen's about to get real pissed at this kid. Um, well, the door is locked and this is a metal door, so I don't think we can simply shoulder our way through it easily. No, not while that magic is active. Well, perhaps if we search around, we might be able to find a key. I do have this gold key, but I doubt it also works on this door. I would leave mm. the door alone in case we trigger it again. Uh, you use that gold key to open up the door to the Museum of Conquest. Yeah. I think that's ah, what it might work right. on this also, but it doesn't yeah. look like the same type of door. Yeah. Using video game logic, a key only works on one thing yeah. once. One key <laughs> yep. per door. Then you have to yep. throw it away, and then it never is useful again. All right. Because it disappears into the door when it unlocks it. Keys mm. disintegrate after you use them, yeah. which is why you have to find multiple small keys in every mm -hmm. Zelda dungeon. Uh, then perhaps Everybody we go on a that. walk, yeah? A circuit mm. around the area. I mean, we might as well. We're not getting through here easily. Mm. And if we find the key, maybe that horrible magic won't happen again. Mm. Mm. Well, and it does tell us a little bit about the uh, individual who's been drawing the circles. They possess some form of magic. Though magic that we have not seen before. So it's confusing as geometry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's more than that. It's, you know. I'm telling you, it's a geomancer. They from inceptioned Tac us. <laughs> not being careful, my Inceptioned us. <laughs> it's an arithmomancer. Right, I, I no. guess we'll continue to the west, right? Yeah, I guess we'll go west first. And then if we don't find anything, we can go back around and go to the east. Because I think there's a way to loop around that way, too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this just loops around this. I mean, we might as well run the circuit yeah. and just see. It's nice to walk on the firm ground for a moment. Regardless. Yeah, exactly. So you turn. We, we tell them not to touch the door as they go by for I don't our, think uh, stupid. Yeah. our escorts. Yeah, probably no better anyway, but, you know, <laughs> helps be explicit. Guy in particular is just, like, keeping everyone else back behind him. Again, he's kind of taken the the point as far as being the, uh, the soldier back go. there, despite the fact that I think he's the youngest person back there. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at him go. Good boy. Good kid. He'll make a fine warrior one day. Well, that's why he got adopted by the senator guy, because he was yep. a good kid. A He's good a egg. Kid. You head to the end of the hallway. Oh, oh, there's a door. Before it turns sharply to the left and only continues for another distance, perhaps 10 more feet, before reaching a door. Hopefully mm. just a supply closet or something. <laughs> uh, interestingly, unlike many of the other doors you've reached up until this point, this one is slightly ajar. Oh, great. Interesting. <sighs> well, let us continue. I'll push that door open. Stepping forward, everyone make me a perception roll. No. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Great. Good. I thought you were about to say will save. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> Rings fly out of every surface. Ah, <laughs> I I got you. Golly. Hey, a nat 20 for a 20, baby. Hey, I got a nat 20 for a 22. <laughs> Heather? Um, I roll a 10 for a 15. Okay. Uh, Felix got a five for a 14. That's a really good modifier. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wizard. I have no, hella wizard. good perception. Wisdom. I just can't roll anything. It's all yeah. the wisdom. What about Oliver? 
<laughs> Oliver rolled a five for a five. Woo-hoo. Cornelius, Verity, Gwen. The three of you, as you begin to approach towards this door, again, Oliver, you're still like, <laughs> like your throat is raw. <laughs> your head still is spinning. You have this this piercing headache now. Dehydrated. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you chugged back uh, the, the water that uh, Zubaria offered. But again, there's still that like, you think you yeah. may have asphyxiated a little bit. You think it might have like breathed in while you're trying to throw up. So yeah. you're like, you know, it's just a little burny. To, to, mm. to clear that out of your chest. <laughs> Verity, as you approach the door, again, Liz cracked slightly open. You, Cornelius and Gwen, all catch this, this whiff of, for lack of an easier term, this moist smell. Ew, ew, I don't like that. It makes you think of river rocks covered hmm. in algae this very huh. earthy naturey wet smell okay i don't hate that smell that's not as bad yeah it's the wor- it's the word moist that's always a, a terrible <laughs> everyone word everyone hates the word moist damn yep. would have been appropriate too damp that's what i wrote in the nicer. timeline nice <laughs> synonym for the win this damp earthy smell hmm well perhaps there's some sort of underwater or underwater underground water nearby there was working plumbing there could be a leak oh well let's hope it's a certain well it doesn't smell like disgusting plumbing i'll push the door open (laughs) there's always an outward facing valve and an inward facing one Mm. pressing open the door i of course don't know exactly what uh all of you or your characters were expecting (laughs) the door opens up into a narrow entry alcove where the room then expands into a vast area filled with rampant green vegetation. Thick briars and vines cover the walls to the right and left. Off towards the right-hand side, the vegetation overruns several neatly arranged sets of patio furniture that seem to have simply been reclaimed by the natural growth here. Weird. Further past here, past the morass of vegetation, a stone building sits inside of the room, almost giving you the idea of judging by the columns like a massive gazebo, Hmm. giving again the impression of almost being outside. Six lanterns, golden in coloration, hang by long chains from the 30-foot ceiling overhead and cast a fair amount of light into the room. can only assume a source of nutrients for the plants that overrun this place. As you look over towards the building on the far end, you can see at the top of it, uh, it is emblazoned with a brass winged eye. And within the central portion of this, with the stairs leading up into the small building, you can see a faintly glowing statue. Although this has to be the better part of almost 100 feet away from you from where you stand here in the entry. Well, all right. I was not imagining a park temple to be part of the archive. Quite an unusual construction. Uh, so these uh, these plants, are they like in pots or anything? Like, is where is there soil? You wish to, uh, to go and investigate the pots off towards the suds? Uh, I mean, I have no knowledge or of nature. They- I was just... You know, more curious if they looked completely wild or if they looked like they were, like, grown here, like, groomed. You can see that there's possibly maybe pots, maybe trenches, maybe planter's boxes. Mm. Although, again, due to the fact that there's also patio furniture 
that's been overgrown, it's very difficult without approaching towards it to see what is intended to be, for lack of, again, a better term, furniture and what has turned into a a planter's box for it's these. Almost like this was supposed to be like an vegetation. atrium, and then nobody's been tending to it, so the plants just have mm-hmm. gone yeah. wild. Well, I'm curious bit, about yeah. the statue, so I guess I'm gonna step toward that. Okay. Um, I will investigate the uh, the hanging lamps because if they're actually sustaining these plants, they're not just like continual flames. They have a daylight spell cast on them. Uh, yeah. So I'll, yeah, I'll do detect magic and then spellcraft. Okay. Uh, do all of you want to wait for Cornelius, or do you keep making your way forward? Yeah, we'll wait on Cornelius. He's going to need to stand there for three rounds to concentrate on this. I guess while we're waiting on him, I'll just look at the plants. I don't have any knowledge or anything, but just to see if there's anything hiding in there to attack us. I'll make a knowledge nature. I think I'll just keep an eye out to see if anything obvious pops out from like ahead or behind us. Oliver keeps a weather eye. Uh, Felix is also keeping an eye, considering I'm, I have the best perception, even though it doesn't seem <laughs> like it right now. All right, so the two of you stand in the center. Verity goes right, Gwen goes left. Cornelius goes up. <laughs> I roll an eight for an 11. They're plants. Yeah, they're plants. You can recognize a number of them. Yeah, they're common enough. So there are a number, of course, mosses that cover the surrounding walls, uh, as well as uh, creeping vines. Uh, these are the dense climbing perennial vines, uh, commonly known as uh, kudzu. Hmm. Ah, okay. Pretty much any time that you see that, like, that blanket, it's uh, when you see that blanket mm-hmm. of vines that covers, like, every plant in sight. No, yeah. Yeah. You're not positive what type of trees these are. Uh, however, you do recognize uh, that there are numerous blackberry bushes. Cool. Hmm. Blackberries being an extraordinary, the blackberry bush itself being an extraordinarily hardy plant. Super hardy. I mean, going to probably grab a few blackberries and snack on those. Brave. <laughs> Verity, you make your way off towards the side. Um, again, you do recognize the blackberry plants. Hmm. It's just like, okay, those are blackberries. And kudzu is very common um, in the swampy areas around the uh, the edge of uh, the Blackwood marsh. Yeah, Blackwood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just poking around. I don't have knowledge of nature or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I was checking mine. I don't have it either. Uh, Cornelius, <laughs> you can go make me a spellcraft check. And uh, uh, right. Oliver, Felix, since you guys are specifically keeping an eye out, you can both go ahead and make me a perception roll. Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. All right. I told you they're going to reach for Let's us. Let's do it. I swear I need to start taking 10. I roll an eight for a 17. Taking 10 is great, y'all. <laughs> Take 10. <laughs> oh, I rolled a seven for a seven. I rolled a six for a 15. That's pretty good. Yeah, I was say, you still did better than I did. Technically, even though you rolled worse. But. Yes. Well, I'm not positive what these are. Um as far as these lanterns. Um, if they're sustaining the plants, possibly a daylight spell, though I can't be positive. Hmm. All right. I suppose we continue onward to the statue then. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead and give me a perception roll from the party. <laughs> Not one for one. Hey, I got a... Uh, oh, there we go. I rolled a four for a six. <laughs> Gwen rolls a perfect 20 for a 25. Hey. All right. I finally rolled something. I got an 18 for a 27. Nice. Woo. And I rolled a six for a six. High five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Verity, Oliver, Cornelius, uh, turn your focus again towards this. I think I used the term gazebo, although to be honest, it somewhat resembles in miniature a classic Taldane temple. Hmm. So think hmm. something hmm. akin to like the Parthenon 
Um, just without the inner walls, it's just the outer supporting columns, supporting oh, okay. a large ceiling overhead. Ah, okay. Oh, by the way, uh, any of those of you wished uh, could make me a knowledge religion as well. I don't have that. Uh, I, I have, have a rank or two in that. Now back down to below 10. Uh, I rolled a 15 for a 24 religion. Uh, Gwen rolls a 16 for a 23. Actually, I would have uh, also allowed a, just a untrained intelligence roll from uh, those of you who do not have knowledge religion. I rolled a 4 for a 5. 10 for a 13. Okay. Hey. So everyone with the exception of uh, Verity. Mm. Who's just sitting there like looking at these plants going, maybe I should plant more blackberry bushes in the garden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like a blackberry jam. Uh, the rest of you looking up do recognize the eye with the winged symbol as being the holy symbol of the god Aerodin, the mm. god oh. of humanity who died a mm -hmm. hundred years ago and issued in the Age of Lost Omens, the previous patron deity of the entirety of Taldor. As uh, Aerodin was one of the, Aerodin commonly referred to as the last Aslanti, brought the Aslanti people over when their nation was destroyed during Earthfall to the land that became Taldor. And originally, uh, basically, combined the Aslanti people, uh, the refugees fleeing the destruction of their nation with the uh, local tribes people to more or less make the progenitors of the uh, the Taldane people. Hmm. Of course, he was widely uh, revered and respected, although towards the end of his reign, um, it was believed that he favored Chiliax over Taldor and was hmm. expected to return back to uh, West Crown, which is the previous capital of uh, Chiliax, to take his throne and not return back to Opara. That jerk. Well, that didn't happen anyway, so... That didn't happen well, anyway, no. because he died mysteriously. But uh, yeah, this seems to be another, you know, relic to a bygone age when Aridin was the primary deity of the nation of Taldor. That makes sense. You all have a moment to kind of take this in. Oh, no. Again, Verity kind of uh, kind of completely out of... Yeah, thinking about out Black of Jam and summer. Before Felix, you hear rustling and movement. And Gwen, it's not that you hear something it's that you smell something uh oh something something akin to the smell of compost that thick heavy smell of rotting vegetation and something underneath it something slightly eye-watering something acidic Onion -y, maybe? As you, you open your nostrils, taking a deeper breath, uh, note Felix uh, behind Verity Oliver Cornelius, beginning to turn to look closer to where Verity was. As Verity turns and steps over to join the group to make her way further down, for a moment you notice that one of the this bunch of creeping vines seems to have raised up a long tendril of vine. And then in a very uh, Scooby-Doo moment, Verity steps away just as it gently oh, no. reaches out oh, to no. where she was. I told you. Oh, I was gonna reach. I told, you. <laughs> told you. Called it. The creature seemingly to have either sensed the jig is up or giving up on uh, on stealth. If it was actually attempting to sneak and it wasn't, you couldn't notice it because of the sheer dense veg vegetation and it what it's comprised of, begins to slosh its way forward. Slosh. Raising Slosh, also a terrible word. Into almost what seems to be a great hood of horror. This mass <laughs> of plant vegetation and decay as it begins to roll its way forward towards the otherwise oblivious Verity. And I will need <laughs> oh, initiative no. from oh, no. the party. Surprise <laughs> oh, no. attack round. 
Yep. Uh, everyone loves it. Let me roll for you, buddy. <laughs> uh oh. Right. It rolled a natural <laughs> one. Come on. So let me cue up a little sirenscape. Sirenscape. <laughs> Came at us from the vines. <laughs> Came from <laughs> the vines. There <laughs> you go ahead and uh, begin combat here. Jessica, what a very good, very good. Very rolled a 15 for an 18. Nice. 15 for an 18. All right. Jordan, what did we get for Cornelius? Cornelius rolls a 16 for an 18. Also very okay. nice. So Verity gets to go first. I was going to say, you guys are going uh, pretty quick. And Gwen, what did we get? Gwen rolls a four for a five. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Rough. She did notice it, but uh, it's like, yeah, oh, that's God, true. that smell. If it's nothing else, much. you do get tagged in the surprise attack rounds. So. All right. Rachel, what about Felix? Uh, Felix got a 12 for 14. 14, still going good. And Ross, what about Oliver? Uh, Average-ish. I got a 9 for an 11. 9 for 11. All right. I'll take it. So, surprise attack round begins. The creature actually gets first initiative. Oh, no. Yikes. The creature wiggles its way forward this mass of plant matter. Well, first off, uh, it's going to step right up onto Verity there. Oh, Oh, no. Again, it's it's kind of, for lack of an easier term, almost hooded up into this Ooh. this curvature shape as it begins to bear down to attempt to uh, bear over Verity. That being said, oh, wow. uh, even at its apex, when it does that, it's about four feet high. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not an exceptionally All large right. creature, but still large enough to yeah, be dangerous. Still not great, but that's less dangerous than I thought. And as such, it's going to go ahead and attempt a little uh, a little attack there. Oh, oh no! It's just a little attack. It's just a little worry. wrap up. A little yeah, baby don't worry attack. About it. Nothing to just be concerned like about, right? Slap at you for a little bit, you know. Cool. Uh, uh, I don't think. Actually, well, you are flat-footed. Mm. Twelve. Nope. Haha. Hey. Nice. Uh, so it does slam into the back of you as you're stepping oh. back to meet up with everyone before suddenly this thing slams into you. This overwhelming Earth. reek comes off of this and it wetly splatters across your Ew. back. Ew. Um, oh. As it does yeah. so, you can feel like basically flecks of its uh, uh, for almost lack of a better term spittle fly up and across your cheek <laughs> and the soft stinging <laughs> sensation like nettles as it lands on the side of your face. Yes. Oh God. Felix. Uh, Felix is going to take a five foot step over and then I'm going to shoot it. Shoot her. Okay. Shoot her. Yeah. So Sounds you like spring to the side, bring up your crossbow. Which I only get a plus four right now. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Nope, nope. I just, I that's a three <laughs> for a seven. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you just kind of, you spring back, you bring up your crossbow, you pull the trigger, it goes whistling past. Again, you're trying to avoid Verity. Uh, hmm. Sells off across the room, lands in the foliage, shatters through a, uh, a porcelain gnome. <laughs> oh. Take that, gnome. Uh, <laughs> taking us from... Uh, not in like a, a a fantasy gnome variety. One of the ones with the little yeah, pointy yeah. red hats. Yeah, like the little like beard. The little garden gnome. Little yeah, little garden gnome. Yeah. Which I think is just a nice way for people in Galarian to stop being afraid of uh, red caps, which are terrifying. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, be afraid of red caps. Yeah. Red caps are horrible. You should be afraid of red caps. They will stomp your face in with their big metal boots. That's uh, true. Oliver is also still flat-footed. Gwen. Yep. <laughs> um, knowledge nature? Uh, knowledge engineering, if you would like. Uh-oh. Hey. And that's a 16 for a 23. Hey, nice. 23 is good. Dungeoneering. So initially, this is what seems to be massive diseased fibers uh, growing seemingly on a plant before it suddenly moved and slithered independently. 
Uh, you recognize this as a creature commonly referred to bane of many um, noble estates across all of Taldor, <laughs> particularly those in the uh, the area of the uh, the marshes and such near Casimir. This is a creature commonly referred to as a garden ooze. I fought you before, maybe. It is an animate acidic mass of protoplasmic goo that dwells amongst the foliage and scavenges uh, proteins in the form of carrion or small animals that blunder into its vicinity. Although garden oozes are occasionally found in underground regions near the surface, such as sewers, sinkholes, shallow caves, these oozes prefer the outdoors, uh, unlike many other forms of ooze. Uh, one reason for this is that garden oozes are attracted to large collections of organic material where other tiny creatures might come to scavenge. Mm. Hmm. Uh, they are quick and cunning hunters compared to most oozes. Uh, they are particularly dangerous because they readily attack creatures that wander nearby regardless of the creature's size. No. Uh, as they Great. are unintelligent. Uh, if they sense prey moving closer, they are likely to wait to attack until the potential mill is within reach as their uh, bodies absorb the variety of the, the various foliage surrounding it and create a natural camouflage. The uses uh, will even give chase to prey if prey choose to flee and are uh, exceedingly fast for an ooze. <laughs> Hooray! I don't like that. Uh, it tends to all. lash out with uh, whip-like appendages coated with a potent flesh-eating acid. Gross. Oh, That nuts. explains the sting. You may ask three questions pertaining towards the garden ooze. Uh, special defenses? Uh, it is an ooze. Uh, and as such, it is uh, mindless, uh, so it is immune to all mind-affecting effects, charms, compulsions, phantasms, patterns, and morale effects. We get it to go open the door. Mm. They are blind. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could communicate. Uh, yeah, if only one of you were playing like an ooze master or whatever that uh, oh, uh, archetype man. is. Oh, yeah. Some sort of druid. Yeah, I think mm. so. They are blind and as such are immune to gaze attacks, visual effects, illusions, and other uh, attack forms that rely on sight. They're immune to poison, sleep paralysis, polymorph, and stunning, and not Project subject to critical stunning. hits or flanking, um, as they do not actually have a front or back. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And as just such, do. they do not take precision damage from uh, precision-based attacks either. Mm. They're just uh, Unfortunately, that's not uh, You're also here. immune, or aware that the Garden Ooze is immune to acid. That's fair. Any, well, what are its special attacks? Special attacks, it has two. First off, they excrete digestive acid um, that can dissolve flesh on contact. Yeah. Uh, creatures made of harder materials and plant matter are immune to the ooze's acid. Oh boy. Huh, okay. Hmm. In addition to that, they have a special ability that uh, I can only assume some wise, aged scholar named as Stink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Stanky>. <laughs> when struck uh, usually only the first time per day um, the garden ooze will release a bladder full of foul smelling gases oh, uh, which oh, will spread gas. out around it oh. so it releases a silent but deadly <laughs> <laughs> maybe not so silent you don't know oh, it's basically a big wet thing rolling around Oh. But yes, uh, the stench of these vapors is generally considered to be overpowering. Great. Uh, you're aware that this, uh, the uh, the little noxious cloud that it will release around itself uh, doesn't spread very, very far, though. Not in its most potent form. You'll smell it through the entire room, but uh, it'll be at its most. It won't be debilitating. Potent. Yes. <laughs> Closest to uh, he who dealt it. <laughs> <laughs> We're all 12. Technically speaking, yeah. it is a poison effect, by the way. It is that. Oh, yeah. great. It is that great. Wonderful. Wonderful. I don't know. Special qualities. Special qualities. Uh, first off, they are, uh, they do possess camouflage. Hmm. Basically, it means that they can uh, hide in plain sight inside of vegetation. 
and it does require a perception check to notice that the ooze is a separate entity and not a disease portion of a plant that it rests on. Mm. Mm. Makes sense. Any creature that enters its square uh, while it is camouflaged, it will immediately attack, and its slam attack automatically hits. Oh. oh. Dang. Uh, in addition to that, I'll go ahead and throw this out there, that uh, they are blind. They do possess blind sight. Mm. Uh -huh. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a garden ooze. It's it's going to smell quite bad the first time somebody strikes it. Wait, what? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> smells bad. As we all, the rest of us all realize... There's, There's a actually here. a thing here with us. Yep. <laughs> Gwen's gonna stay where she is because she does not want to be near it when it is a uh, when, <laughs> when it gets struck. All right. So you don't want to do anything with your standard action? No. Okay. Because I have to be to cast the one offensive spell I have. I have to be doing my raging song and yeah, I'm gonna stay where I am. Yeah, and let Cornelius know this thing's immune to acid. So your little acid splashy spell. I know. I'm help. disappointed. <laughs> Very well. So that takes us from Gwen to round one of combat, the garden ooze. Oh, no. Uh, again, it's really fast for an ooze. Um, yeah. Seriously. Shockingly fast. Yeah, it's going to go ahead and uh, press that attack against uh, Verity there. Verity yeah. looks this like a yummy small snack. Size? Medium sized? Uh, it is a small sized creature. That's why it's so fast. Slippery boy. Wriggle, wriggle, wriggle. Mm -hmm. uh, Verity, unfortunately, is still flat footed, and that is a follow up attack with a 16. Ooh. Yeah, that hits me. Ouch. Ouch. Because I'm flat footed. All right. Uh, slam. So the creature basically rears back. Um, its body bursts into this uh, this array of tendrils and tentacles that burst forth from its central mass as it begins to lash out at you, uh, striking out at Verity for three points of regular damage and one point of acid damage um, as the acid splashes onto you and begins to burn through your fine clothing uh, and into your armor. Now, uh, Unfortunately, this acid is actually quite watery and not the same consistency that the rest of it is. So basically, once it hits, it even starts to flow into the cracks, uh, you know, or kinks Ooh. of your armor and down beneath your uh, mm. your armored exterior. The better to digest you with, my dear. It's mm -hmm. true. Yep, that's all you can do. <laughs> Good. That takes us from the Garden News to Verity. Oh, God. Uh, um, Verity's going to turn and swing on this thing. You spin, uh, suddenly noticing this thing for the first time. <laughs> You're like, why is Gwen talking about an Oh. <laughs> I was wondering that what that burns. smell was. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. My back. Uh, that is a 17 uh, for a 22. He's fast. He's not that fast. A 22 yeah. will strike your target as you whip Yay. back around and slice low at it. Oh, max damage. That's going to be 11 points of damage. Ouch. A Ow. telling hit. Uh, although the creature is still alive as you slice into it, there is a very loud sound <laughs> as yellow gas bursts forth from it. Flowing out around it, I will need Verity to go ahead and make me a fortitude save as she is, uh, is sitting inside of its, its yellow cloud. <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, no. Gwen warned you it was going to toot. Well, we're going to have to hit it. <laughs> hey, wow. 20 for 24. Nice. <laughs> yep, you just hold your breath and, and bear Disgusting. through it. Disgusting. I just like that its defense mechanism is basically tooting. Dude, <laughs> it's skunk. Yeah, that's what a skunk basically does. Oh, God, this does smell disgusting. <laughs> yeah, for all of you, it smells Ugh. like somebody. It smells like someone just churned a landfill right next to her. Ah, it is this gross. horrid stench uh, that I can only describe as uh, weak old bananas left inside of a closed trash bin. Oh. I'm just imagining well, every kid I've left. ever changed the diaper of. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Oliver's like, I'm all out of vomit to give. <laughs> 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 that brings us to Cornelius. 
All right, uh, so Acid is out of the picture. I'm gonna go post up uh, next to Felix, so kind of going back towards the door. Uh, and then I will cast uh, a Force Strike on it. It's my last okay, one man. for the day. Very well. You spring over next to Felix, you extend a hand, a purple shard streaks from your extended fingertip. So that is four points of Force Damage. A good hit, although sadly the ooze is still powering forward. Yep, Ugh. I'm gonna have to switch to those darts now. Uh, from Cornelius, we go to Felix Zespire. Uh, Felix is going to reload and shoot it again. Move action to reload your light crossbow, standard action to fire. Only this time I don't get my plus four. I'm basically rolling what I roll. <laughs> roll what you Fair roll. Enough. How fast could this thing be? Probably very. Hey, but I finally yeah. rolled above a 10, but that's only a 14. A 14 will strike it. It's still an oh, ooze. Okay. Nice. Okay. It has okay. a shockingly high armor class for an ooze, which is still not great. Yeah. Okay. This thing seems to be made of hit points, not defense. Hey, there we go. And six points hey. of damage. Yeah. Very good. You start to finally get the uh, the feel for this as you bring the dark wood crossbow around, drop another bolt in there, uh, line up again the the targeting, um, I want to say targeting reticle, but uh, <laughs> targeting computer. <laughs> the uh, the sight on this crossbow is, is literally this like roaring lion. Uh, along the top of this is you just line that up before firing it off. Nice. You just you just put it uh, right on top of the lion's head and fire. Yeah. As Dignity bar, Dignity's Bar punches a hole straight through the center of this thing, it lets out one last <laughs> before Don't it collapses it down. Sad. <laughs> I feel zero pity for this disgusting creature. And begins to like just kind of spread out. It's almost like the moment that you rupture it whatever was keeping its mass yeah. together falls apart and it just I turns into this spreading pool of putrescence. Disgusting. Gross. Ugh. And I helped. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oliver oh, just pulls out a handkerchief and covers his mouth and steps away. It's like... With the, yeah, it's like I've got my, my axe in here. It's like, well, nope. Handkerchief, nope. <laughs> well, that was unpleasant. But uh, sadly, not the worst thing I've smelled. Mm. I'm, look, I apologize for earlier, all right? It was under mental control. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I was referring to, but thanks. Nothing but coffee and caviar vomit everywhere. <laughs> oh, I'm, like I said, I am thinking up. of children. Yeah. There is nothing worse no, than like green-colored poo diaper. <laughs> Actually, the stinkiest thing I've ever smelled came out of Sophie. Oh, God, yes. That is probably God, the worst. That, that kitten had the worst. <laughs> as cute as she was, it was a demonic. That was your first sign she was the devil. <laughs> That's just not normal. So, yes, everyone picture the worst thing you've ever smelled. That was what this thing smelled like. It's like true speech, but for smells. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> true stink, yes. Gracious. <laughs> Um, huh. well, yeah. Cornelius oh. will uh, clean up uh, Verity and like prestidigitation, mm. little mending for the I'm burns. I'm also wandering far, far away from this creature. Let's continue toward the temple. Um, something shrine, shrine or whatever maybe? it is. Yes. Keep an eye out. There might be more of those <sighs> things. Gods, I hope Let's not. all stay in the center, away from all of the vegetation. Foliage. That does seem prudent. You turn. I suppose uh, gather together. Make your way down the length of the chamber, beginning to approach the, again, the building inside of this room. And by building, building I do mean it is some, because again, this room is the better part of about 60 feet wide and maybe 100 feet in length. The building at the end of it seems to be itself about 50 feet wide 
and about 40 feet or 50 feet deep with a wide set, 10 foot wide set of stairs ascending up between the columns to lead you inside of the shrine. Uh, so again, yeah, if it were on the surface, you would consider this a building. Hmm. Such a strange thing to have here. Mm. It does seem to imply that people spent more time down here than, well, they do now. Trying to get the illusion of having an outdoor space or who knows, maybe this was outdoors at some point. It's possible. Hmm. If everything sinks in or something. Verity, Oliver, uh, taking point. The two of you side by side, shoulder to shoulder, ascend the stairs up into the, the shrine. Three rows of pews split into two columns stand before a stone altar. A statue of a human man stands atop the altar. Its face and right arm broken and shattered on the floor around it. Although there does not appear to be any other damage to the structure. Mm. Two smaller statues, both of women. One of a woman in full plate with a sword and shield. The other of a woman with large wings and a rapier. Stand mm. in raised alcoves off towards the right and left. The statue seems to faintly glow in this almost purplish light that swirls about it. As you reach the top of the stairs and make your way forward, the statue shimmers. Mm. And after a long moment, a ghostly apparition appears before the statue. What? Of a tall man, dark haired, mustachioed, wearing fine robes almost identical to those of the statue, with a long sword sitting at his hip as he stares down, imperious at all of you, with bright green eyes. You have come to the house of Aerodine. Offer your sacrifices or face his wrath. Sacrifice. And we'll pick it up here next time. And then I glance back uh, at the priest, uh, like, uh, what does uh, that mean? Uh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> So you survived some rings and a news. God. <laughs> yeah, survived is definitely thankfully, the word thankfully, for it. I was, was going to say, I think actually the uh, the ooze was not as bad as those rings. Those were yeah. messy. That yeah. could have been really bad rough. if you rolled a bunch of threes. I'm really glad that I didn't roll a bunch. It was fours. I'm really glad I didn't roll a bunch of fours. <laughs> or a bunch of yeah. fours, yeah. Ross lucked out and just threw up the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel really lucky right there. No, I mean, Instead technically of, speaking, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good, but... And then I fart ooze, so yeah, but fart ooze. <laughs> I hope that's its official name, a fart, the fart ooze. ooze. Yes, <laughs> it is now. The fruze. Let the record show. That's FTP's official stinks. name for it. <laughs> you know what doesn't stink though? Our patrons. It's true. No. Nope. Yes. <laughs> they do not stink at all. In fact, we love. It's you true. All. We we do. They are yes. they are fantastic people. Uh, so yeah, as always, we do want to take an opportunity to thank our patrons for their continued patronage and support. Uh, if you are interested in supporting the podcast in a fiscal manner, uh, you may do so by going to our patreon.com backslash find the path, uh, or you can find a link to that down in the description for this episode below. Uh, hopefully, you have enjoyed this uh, this episode, and if uh, you want to toss a toss a few bucks that way, then feel free. 
And don't think that you're doing it for nothing, as $5 or more would give you access to our uh, Tyrant's Grasp Adventure Path. Mm-hmm. Get a whole new show. Yeah, an entire new show full of, um, I, I think there's lots of stinky creatures there, too, so that's an option. Oh, my God, I yes. mean, yeah. No, this is a weird <laughs> bit. We should not use this. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you can go and check that out. And of course, again, if you just want to uh, to sample, as it were, um, with your own little charcuterie board of entertainment, uh, you can spend uh, $1 to gain access to the first 12 episodes of the uh, the Tyrant's Grasp actual play. So go and check that out. And as always, uh, again, if you have the, the time, the opportunity, the inclination, please hop on uh, whatever podcatcher you're using. Provide us a review because that always does help our metrics. So uh, if you'd be willing to do so, we would be greatly appreciative. Indeed. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Until next time. Uh, again, I apologize for anyone that was eating um, while we were doing this episode. <laughs> and until next time. A little bit of a gross episode. Uh, good luck, Pathfinders. Good luck. Bye, good luck out there. Gosh. I'm so uh, sorry, everyone. Uh, oh, Doctor Strange gracious. rings of death were something else. I know. Else. What? Gave a little Elden Ring vibe, too. Yeah. A little uh, Radon's oh, uh, spinning rings. Radigan. Oh, Radigan. Thank you. No, Radon just rode the tiny horse. <laughs> See, my problem is, is that I can't hear Radigan without thinking Ratigan from uh, the Great Mouse Detective. Yes, Lord that's what it is. Lord Ratigan. <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.